0: The only reason these self-sabotaging behaviors have occurred, aka the binging, the restricting, the constant hatred, or whatever that is that we're doing that's not serving us in the long run, right? The only reason that those have occurred for so long is due to an incongruence of the root beliefs we have about ourselves and our desired external behaviors that we wish to exhibit. All that that means is because we have been in this cycle for so long, we have lost faith, And belief in ourself, we have no quote unquote evidence that we can trust our bodies, eat intuitively. So therefore, the self-fulfilling prophecy swoops in and we begin to self-sabotage on such an unconscious level, such a subconscious level, okay? But we have to remember that this is not our fault. Hey you. Welcome to the Let's Get Em podcast. I am your host, Emily Bott, an emotional wellness coach on a mission to end the struggle with food and our bodies. I am a firm believer that our lives are as good as we make them, and the obsession with food and our looks is no longer cutting it. This podcast is for you if you want to remember that you are more than a number on a scale or a gene size. So if you are ready to reconnect with who you genuinely are through relatable, practical, and spiritual tips, then I'm your girl. Remember, I've got your back and you've got mine. We are all on our self-love journeys together, so let's get them. Welcome everybody back to the Let's Get Em podcast. Today's episode is about to be super great. (laughs) I mean, for real, I'm about to drop so much content at you. So if you have pen and paper, get that out right now, maybe a journal nearby. As you guys know, I hosted a little challenge last week in my Facebook group and it was amazing. We had so many breakthroughs, right, from from realizing and understanding the root of the, the struggle with food, right, the, the binge eating was actually causing it. Okay, how do we stop this? How do we meet these those under, underlying, excuse me, needs underneath? How do we actually end the, the struggle with our body? And, and how do we step into this life of actual freedom? What does that really look like, right? Because I talk about that all the time. What does that tangibly look like? What is it like to wake up every single day and not have the first thought? Be, oh my goodness how much did I eat last night how much do I have to exercise today how much what am I not going to allow myself to have for a month carbs <laughs> sweets sugar whatever it is so we we really dove into that last week and if you are part of the challenge I'm so happy that I got to have you um it was it was such an honor such an honor so today what I'm doing is because I announced uh, my group embody program into that group um they were the first ones to hear about it and then I announced it on Instagram and I have yet to speak about it on the podcast so today I thought I'd do something a little bit special what I'm actually going to do is one just describe to you what my upcoming program is all about what you can expect and how you can really step into this life of pure freedom and ease and balance and intuitiveness I think if that's a word with food in your body um, but what I'm literally going to do is I'm going to read you some of the one of the modules that I have for this program so you understand what we are going to get at in the program. If you want any more information about, okay, what is this actually going to be? Is this going to be helpful for me? Because obviously I, I only want people in the program who are wanting to do this work and really ready to to shift and look and transform from a deep inner level. So that is why what I'm going to do today is just read you one of the modules. And uh, the module that I will be reading is our fifth module. And it's on deconstructing old identities and limiting beliefs. And basically what this module is focusing on is you know, what identities are we still identifying with, okay? Or what boxes are we still putting ourselves in that are keeping us stuck in our relationship with food in our body? So for example, let's say you are somebody who has um, struggled with binge eating for a very long time, right? Maybe you've been binging your whole entire life, decades. And you don't remember a time when food was easy. OK, so what in this module what we do is we we understand, hey, wait a second. The reason that you're, you're staying, quote unquote, stuck in and exhibiting these these behaviors still isn't like a lack of willpower. It's not anything that you're doing wrong. Right. But it's because you're trying to shift everything on a behavioral level and true transformation, true change all happens on a deep inner belief level. So in this module, for instance, we, we tackle how do we actually shift those beliefs so that we can end the, the binging the obsession over food, the mental rumination, all of that stuff. So I'm not going to waste any more of your time. I'm just going to start uh, reading this module that I have and um, just give you guys the good stuff because I know when I listen to podcasts, I am very impatient and I want the tangible tools and frameworks and just knowledge that I can, you know, have at my disposal. So again, take out a pen and a paper, a journal, whatever you got uh, next to you and listen up. Welcome to the fifth module, Deconstructing Old Identities and Limiting Beliefs. This is where we take all the information we've learned about ourselves so far and start becoming proactive and forward-thinking about what we want our future relationship to food and our bodies to be. Many of us have been operating on default mode for a while. We have found ourselves suffering over how much we hate our bodies, fear food, and obsess over calories for so many years that our minds have run wild internalizing these beliefs and have convinced us that we will never get out of it. We may not even remember a time when food wasn't an issue. The longer this ensues and we listen to the chaotic thoughts of the mind, we fall into the trap of having our struggle with food become our identity. When we identify with something, we genuinely believe that it is a part of us and subconsciously continue to act it out even when we aren't trying to. In other words, when we identify with our eating disorder, obsession, or struggle, these self-fulfilling prophecy swoops in, reinforcing this belief system within us. So how do we stop this vicious cycle? True transformation does not occur on a behavioral level, but on a belief level. What we believe to be true about ourselves we will ultimately manifest. This concept explains the binge restrict cycle perfectly. We wake up one morning promising ourselves to be good today. We may resist the sweets, count every morsel, so, and have the desire to eat clean that day. However, somewhere deep inside of us, there is a voice saying that we cannot trust ourselves or else we will binge. There is an underlying belief that we, that we cannot do it, that we will screw up, And that we are not capable of having a confident and intuitive relationship with food. That is why we feel the need to have so many fear-based rules in the first place. That inner belief is constantly tearing us apart and reminding us that we cannot trust our bodies. Ultimately, this belief wins. And when we have one cookie, we binge. The inner belief demon gets to a point and trust gets a point and trust with our bodies gets none. When the guilt, shame, and hatred sets in, the only way we can reconcile this is via restricting and being quote-unquote perfect again. So we start over tomorrow and the cycle ensues. When we haven't done the inner belief shifting work, our external behaviors will continually screw us over. So how do we do this? Let's examine the following concept. Belief creates thoughts, thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, and actions create results. In other words, beliefs Thoughts, feelings, actions, results. If the desired action is to lo- no longer binge or obsess over food, we must reverse engineer this framework and ask ourselves what we need to believe to be true about ourselves in order for us to no longer binge. For example, this might be the belief system of I'm in the process of listening to my hunger in fullness cues. I trust my body knows what it needs. For the time being, we will simply need, we simply need to understand that if our behaviors with food and hatred for our bodies have been going on for years, there is nothing wrong with us. The only reason these self-sabotaging behaviors have occurred for so long is due to an incongruence of the root beliefs we have about ourselves and our desired external behaviors that we wish to exhibit. I'm going to repeat that statement because it is so crucial, and I think everybody needs to hear that again. The only reason these self-sabotaging behaviors have occurred, aka the binging, the restricting, the constant hatred or whatever that is that we're doing that's not serving us in the long run, right? The only reason that those have occurred for so long is due to an incongruence of the root beliefs we have about ourselves and our desired external behaviors that we wish to exhibit. All that that means is because we have been in this cycle for so long, we have lost faith and belief in ourselves we have no quote unquote evidence that we can trust our bodies, eat intuitively. So therefore, the self-fulfilling prophecy swoops in and we begin to self-sabotage on such an unconscious level, such a subconscious level, okay? But we have to remember that this is not our fault. That is why we are doing the inner work because this is all an internal game. When we begin to find evidence as to why these new self-serving beliefs are true and reinforce them in our minds, transformation does occur. In fact, when we notice any destructive behavior or pattern, even if it's not about the food, we can reverse engineer Bitfar and get to the core belief that is fueling it. Oftentimes it comes down to worthiness, what we believe we deserve and what we believe we can accomplish. The more we do this, the more efficient it becomes. We begin to hack our own life experience and we literally become wizards. Now in order to effectively heal, we must adopt a fluid sense of self. Many of us have been operating with a structured sense of self for some time. We've embraced the identities that we were given in childhood and continue to live them out into our adult life. Our human brains, our egos, love creating identities or labels to describe ourselves. It basically gives us a guide or a cheat sheet as to how we should be be in this world, giving us a sense of security and safety back to our core human needs. However, with the adoption of identities comes the adoption of limitations we subconsciously put ourselves in a box and become afraid to step outside of this comfort zone of ours we start to embody a rigid sense of self one that is afraid to expand shift change and evolve oftentimes our egos our minds step in and freak us out all others think of me if i change will i still be needed will i be loved if i gain weight This is also one of the reasons that we stay stuck in our struggle with food and our bodies for so long. Somewhere on a deeply subconscious level, we are afraid of what it will mean if we are no longer the person everyone expects us to be. Here's the kicker. You reserve the right to change your mind, always. In fact, if we hope to be the same person next year as we are today, we are hoping for a terribly boring and uninteresting life. When we can adopt a fluid sense of self, one that welcomes change, growth, expansion, and becomes excited to continually question ourselves in each moment, that is when our journey becomes more enjoyable. When something is no longer serving us, for instance, a specific exercise routine, it will not feel good. We will know this by the way that our bodies react, our minds think, and our souls communicate via negative feelings. When we recognize this, we get to ask ourselves, is this still for me? When we become present with our truth in any given moment and honor it, or in other words, accept that the answer is no and stop doing it, things become simpler. It is not always easy, but they become simpler. When we allow space for ourselves to become curious and change whatever identities and behaviors are no longer serving us and shift the associated beliefs, that is how we diminish a lot of suffering. Remember, suffering is pointless. While pain is inevitable, and the catalyst for growth that we get to experience in our lifetimes. Suffering is the attachment to the negative story that our minds create. We so easily slide into suffering when we are shifting identities because our egos like to freak us out and make us think that we cannot handle the new box that we have decided to jump into. Whether that is because we look different, act different, or show up different, we know we are in suffering when the doubter, the perfectionist, or the controller comes in. Basically, any part of us, that starts internally bullying. Now it makes perfect sense as to why us humans fall so easily into suffering. We are truly afraid of growth and expansion. However, when we can shift our relationship to emotional pain and realize that this is the door in to where we get to heal, this process becomes a whole lot easier. Now this curriculum is purposely teaching you to shift your relationship to this emotional pain. Or in other words, the uncomfortable emotions keeping you stuck in your struggle with food so that you no longer live your life out of fear. While most people think of triggers negatively and as something that they aim to avoid at all costs, we are in the process of learning how to take full ownership of them. When we understand that triggers are a direct portal to our truth, a direct arrow leading to things we still get to heal within ourselves, we learn to love and appreciate them. Why do we learn to love something that makes us feel so goddamn uneasy? Oh my God, I've been there. Because we know that when we look at them dead in the eye and face them head on, we become that much stronger on the other side. We realize that our true power is infinite and we are unstoppable. One final thing that we get to remember throughout not only this module, but our entire healing journey. We get to constantly forgive ourselves, knowing that we did the best we could at that given time, given the knowledge we have. Self-forgiveness is not easy but it is crucial in the healing process. When we resent ourselves for where we are, the rules we have adopted and the obsessions that have ensued, we stay stuck hating ourselves. But when we can realize that we are always doing the best that we can and we are allowed to trip and fall, we reduce our suffering immensely. And that goes the same for forgiving others. So this was the reading section of this module, okay? And... This is part one. So it, as I describe in my embody program, my group Embodied program, excuse me, how the, the structure works is that the first half, the first week of the module, we focus on the reading. Just, just just that little bit, right? We see how it lands, we really think about it, allow us to consume it. The second part of the module is the actual tools, the frameworks, the integrative practices, the challenges, basically the implementation of this curriculum. Now, this is the part that I think is more important than the actual reading, because as we know, when we're we're shifting, when we are doing growth, (laughs) when we're doing growth, that's not how it works, when we are growing, okay, it is the action of it, it is the implementation of it, it is the doing of it that allows for us to actually, for it to actually land, right? Consumption without integration equals frustration. So the first week we consume the content, the second week we actually integrate. So for instance, I'm just going to go through all of the the tools and frameworks that I have laid out in this module to go along with that reading. So I go over in in this portion of the module, which is the Beliefs, Thoughts, Feelings, Action Results Framework. I literally give you a step-by-step process of how you can take the result that you want. So for instance, let's say you want to end, let's say you want to end restriction, right? I give you that. Okay, that's the result. I show you how to reverse engineer, go back to the actions the feelings the thoughts, and then get to the belief level. And I give you examples of how you can shift your beliefs and be like, okay, what do I need to believe to make this, to to end my restriction or to end this obsession with needing to to know every single caloric calorie um, that goes into my body, right? So we get down to that. We have a step-by-step process so that we can actually do the thing and hold yourself accountable. We have the other um, tools that I have outlined in this framework, or in this, excuse me, in this module. I show you how to forgive yourself in, in time, right? When you've had a, a, a binge or something, just a really let's say negative body image day i give you a four step process to how can i forgive myself right now so that i can more easily shift back into acceptance of what is remember it's not this whole entire process this whole entire process is not about negating like ah oh, the hard stuff like what we want to do is hold space for like the breaking down and the crying and the heart the all the the hard stuff right <laughs> all the shit basically but the more easily that we can forgive ourselves and just let go of you know the 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 inner resistance that inner turmoil or that inner suffering the more quickly we can move back into a place of acceptance which is where the healing occurs so again um we like i said i have that for you outlined how how do i forgive myself in time let's say i just binged i have a post binge framework in here literally a post binge framework for hey i am spiraling right now i am in a spin of self deprecation of feeling gross about myself of i'm wanting to put a band on a bullet wound i'm wanting to to ex- I'm, i want to go run 15 miles right now because i just can't handle the fact of how much of that i ate and i'm so afraid of gaining weight okay i have a literal framework that you can go to in those moments okay what else do i have in here i'm literally oof, i'm on um I'm literally, I record all my podcasts on the ground, which is kind of strange, but just because the sound quality is better. So if you could see me right now, I'm on the ground. I have my whole entire module just laid out because there's so much, like there's so much packed into this. And I'm just quite literally reading through it. So the next thing that I wanna read through is I have a proactive versus reactive actions framework for you. So basically when it comes to making any decision, we either take proactive or reactive action. So when the when the decision is made out of fear, and I think that I've talked about this on the podcast, but when this decision is made out of fear, we are running away from something we are avoiding. And that is what keeps us stuck in the cycle. So for a more tangible, okay, example is that when we are making a decision, let's say we had a weekend of just, we totally abandoned our internal hunger and fullness cues, right? We're just like, Maybe we're, we are in that phase of binging and emotional eating. We're just really confused about how to listen to our bodies again, right? So what we know, like we're, we're not feeling too hot about the whole thing. I, hope I'm, I feel like I'm screaming. So we're not feeling too hot about the thing, right? Active or acting in a reactive decision is going to keep us looping. So that's when we put on all the rules of diet starts tomorrow. I'm going to restrict X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do this, right? It's all going to get fixed. This is what keeps us in that that loop, right? So I, I literally have written out here. For instance, when we binge or overeat and feel guilty, ashamed, and angry, we react and decide to restrict and start a new diet. So not only is this decision based in fear, but we are more prone to self sabotage as our internal beliefs do not correlate with the external behaviors that we wish to achieve. Going back to So again, then I lay out okay, how can we start making proactive decisions out of? Love, right? Creating boundaries for ourselves, learning how to take courageous action, not out of fear. I lay that out. I also have a trigger renegotiation framework, which I think is so huge because I think we when we're healing, right, we try and avoid triggers. Rightfully so, right? We can't we can't <laughs> we don't want to like trigger ourselves constantly. That that is hard too, right? But what we get to do as we're healing and just on this journey is shift our relationship to triggers and become thankful for them become thankful for the fact that hey you know what this is still something that I get to work on this is still something that I get to heal through okay I go through that I also throw you (laughs) words are so hard I I cannot speak um I also go into okay when you feel the trigger how do you deal with this on a body-based level so that you don't hold on to the trigger and like just completely like spin and spiral and self-deprecate downwards. I mean, oh my goodness, how many of us have been in that moment where we're triggered in the morning and we can't stop thinking about that trigger all day long. And we just, our day just goes to shit (laughs) for lack of a better term. Like our day just goes to shit. So again, I I go through in this trigger and renegotiation framework, like, hey, how do I actually not be, not throw away my day? How can I feel the trigger and have it trigger me less? Because that's actually what happens. I also have the reasons why you're staying stuck. I know that I talked about this in um, the challenge last week. So if you are a part of the challenge, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I go through the three growth inhibitors, right? So the fear of identity loss, the fear of the unknown, the fear of being wrong. Okay, I teach you. I literally teach you in this, in this tool, hey, how can I notice and bring awareness to the fact that That this is the box that i'm putting myself in i'm actually just afraid of the unknown right now the reason that i'm so afraid to try and trust my body and listen to my internal hunger cues is the fact that i've never done it before or i haven't done it in years so i'm afraid of the unknown but hey is the unknown worse than right now what if it goes really great what if i actually bring this intuitive connected nature and this balance back to the way that i view food in my body So again, like in this tool, I give you all the questions that you can start asking yourself when you notice, hey, why am I actually so afraid right now? The last thing that I do in the module, in the second part of the module, is I give you a bunch of journaling prompts and meditative intentions that you can really, if that's what you're, you know, that's what you like to do, um, for for releasing the, the antiquated identities and living beliefs. So for example, one of the ones that, um, you guys might like, so just that I can give you a little nugget right now is what old identities are no longer serving me? How are they holding me back? What are they costing me? Write these three things down. What old identities are no longer serving me? How are they holding me back? And what are they costing me? So maybe for instance, your identity that you are holding is that you are a binge eater. I held that for so many years when I was overcoming my eating disorder. Even after the binge episodes were really subsiding, I had this identity in this this box that I put around myself of like, there was so much, I was lacking so much trust. I did not trust myself at all because I really believed that I was like destined to be a binge eater the rest of my life. So I either had to put on so many rules because I needed to be perfect or I was going to spiral out of control and and just eat the whole entire pantry I know we've all been there (laughs) or for some of us we've been there if you hold that identity so again I went into this I wanted to give you just what this program is all about because I know that when I am investing in myself and I am on the precipice of change I want to know hey what am I getting myself into what is it actually going to be right So that is why I went over one of the modules today, and I didn't even go over it. That was just such a brief overview of, you know, what is actually going to be happening in my program. Like I said um, in the challenge, like I've announced it on social media, and I will say here again, my group and body program is for the person who wants that ease and that balance back with their relationship to food and their bodies. They have been struggling with binge eating, food obsession, just the counting of calories, waking up and thinking, why did I eat so much last night? Okay, it is for the person who wants to cultivate that trust within themselves, who wants food to be easy, who knows that they do not deserve this hell that they've been living in. Okay, you guys know I get super fired up because I am just such a firm believer that we do not have to suffer over this the rest of our lives. You do not have to be weird with food the rest of your life. Okay, you get to you get to come back to a place of such nourishment of such intuitiveness of such contentment that food and your relationship to your body is something that you don't have to think about. That is what my program is all about. Okay, as we know, it's a group. It meets for ninety minutes every single week. It is going to be so freaking good. The people that I have been speaking with this past week are just such beautiful souls. I have no doubt that this container is going to be what you need. Okay, if you've been searching and looking, this is going to be what you need to really kickstart your your healing process. Then the program itself runs for three months. 90 minutes each week, we hop on live, we go through the the content. We go through, like I said, every single week, we dive either into the reading of the module or we dive into the integrative practices of the module, right, the exercise, we do it in time. I have no doubt that this program will change so much for you. If you guys were in my challenge last week, you know, three days, if, if you got value out of three days with me, what will three months give you? Okay. Mm, so again, if you were called and want to know, Hey, is this something for me? No strings attached. Hop on a call with me. I will link that in my show notes for the episode today. Again, this program starts next week. Oh my God, am I so excited. Okay, that just sounded so weird. I'm cringing. Oh my God, am I so excited for everything to start, for all of this goodness to be brought to you. Um, hop on a call with me. Do not hesitate. I cannot wait. And if you are worried about timing, don't worry. The first week itself is um, really just getting you acclimated with all the tools, get, you, um, get the syllabus to you, get all the materials to you, all that stuff. So you're really not going to be missing much if you're worried about time. So do not hesitate to book a call with me. Reach out, DM me, all the stuff. Again, I want to make this work as like as possible as I possibly can for everybody. This is so life-changing. This is so freaking life-changing. If you want that inner freedom, if you are ready to step into just that life that you know that you deserve, okay? Then hop on a call with me. Yeah. This is the universe sending you a sign. If you are listening to this podcast, This is the universe sending you a sign. So with that, I cannot wait to chat with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys all soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Let's Get Um podcast. One quick thing before you go. If this episode brought you added value, insight, or inspiration, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could help spread the word of my podcast and my mission. If you could please write a five-star review and share this on Instagram, I would be forever grateful. Make sure to tag me so I can personally thank you. And if you screenshot your review and DM it to me, I will enter you in a raffle to win a completely free one-on-one breakthrough coaching session with me. Yep, that is a $150 value, completely free. So what are you waiting for? I'll talk to you soon. Until next time, let's go.